Hello and welcome to another episode of The Real Film Shady. Uh, with me, Katrina. And me, Martin. You alright there? Take a minute to you forget your name. It's no, me. it's just, it's been a long day. It has been a long day. So, long week to be fair. Ah, it's been one of those and we're back in the recording studio. We're back in. I'm ready we're still to, talking we're still... to each other after last week's episode. Well, I was going to say, have you calmed down from last week? I'm not going to lie. You really wound me up last week. I, I, I gathered that with the, the abuse that I got. The, the rating that you gave the Godfather, what was that, 3.5 you gave it? A little bit abuse. It's a slap. Did I rate it that high? Slap in the face to movie history. No? Uh-huh. Okay. Slap in the face. You've <laughs> not watched Godfather 2 yet. Well, no, because I only had to watch one of them. You've not watched Godfather enough. 3 yet. Oh, hell no. Is that the one that's like four discs or something? No, Godfather 3 is not very good, mind you, but... <laughs> I'm still really annoyed at <laughs> I know, really... I feel like I've wound you up already, we're not even, we're not even talking is, about it. The thing is, right, <clears throat> I'm a professional. Oh, right, okay, yeah. I can, I can switch my feelings off. Really? When we're not talk, when we're not in the podcast, could I feel me? <laughs> when we're not in the podcast, <laughs> I can just go on my life. I can brush it under the carpet. No, you but now that I'm back on the podcast, no, you've just I've just ignited that fire again. I, you, I'm I'm livid, <laughs> livid already. <laughs> okay. Um, and I know you're looking for an apology on my. Uh, I was my behaviour last uh-huh. week, but it was quite it was, frank. No. No. Do you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to meet your mum listening to that podcast episode. My mum's favourite film is The Godfather. And, no, it's not. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> your mum probably doesn't even know who The Godfather is. No, neither did you. No, but she probably thinks it's a real person. <laughs> um, so I had a few um, a few comments about my uh, Godfather impersonation. Uh, Aye, that was good. Yeah, that I, think, good. I think if anything, like if this podcast doesn't take off, I could, you know, maybe set myself into voiceover. Work. Yeah, yeah. You also do look like an old Italian man. Wow. <laughs> <sighs> We're back from more. Oh, right, okay. Let's. let's what did we on. watch this week, Katrina? This week we watched uh, the one, the only Shawshank Redemption. Yeah, it's a very good film. Very, very good film. Like when we were watching it and we finished it, I was just like, "Yeah, that's what I needed. That's what I wanted with a film, start to finish." Yeah. Bish bash bosh. Yeah. This guy in it called Andy Dufresne. And he's been arrested yep. for murdering his wife and his wife's lover. lover. Uh, and then it's all about him escaping from prison. Yeah. Well, not really. Well, obviously he is escaping, but it's you don't actually know he's escaping until he's escaped. He's escaped. Yeah. Um, so it's kind of one of those ones that you like, kind of... It's quite a cool name as well, isn't it? Prison Life. Um, what Andy Dufresne? Andy Dufresne. Because it's oh, been no. Dufresne. Well, that's what it's going to say. You're more boom. like Andy Dufresne. Yeah, actually, that's literally my first, <laughs> my first point was to try and squeeze that joke into this I podcast. I stole your joke. And you, you stole know, my joke. You know I did the shit jokes, but I just had to jump in. Well, that's what I was saying. I was, I was trying to get you to say Andy Dufresne so I could pop in and be like, more like Andy Dufresne. Oh, well, do you know what? And you pure shot me. Get up, in yeah, the that's, face. that's for the. Fat well, Italian man. It's literally my first uh, point was to make that joke. Alright, sorry. Do you want, uh, wait, hold on. Andy Dufresne. No, no, moment's gone. Moment's you gone. sure? Aye. People okay. already know I'm the funny one, it's fine. They already know that. Do they? <laughs> okay. Um, so, yeah, obviously, prison life, him in prison, kind of 
all the different characters that that can entail as well yeah. and then obviously as the film progresses you find out that he's actually not guilty uh, um and then he escapes and then it's just obviously a wee bit of care after that which is what i quite like because sometimes a lot of films it's like they've escaped and that's like you you're just left yeah, with never heard of it uh-huh. um so it's quite nice to have a wee bit of like do you know what he, he made it yeah he got the life that he deserves do you know what i mean i it was nice it did wrap it up really nicely it's as just well. a nice kind of like i think it's just this absolute like roller coaster of emotions in a film yeah because you've got that like the opening see like titles like the opening bit when obviously he's in court and you kind of flashbacks to him in the car with the gun and he's drunk and then you flashback to him in the court and he's like absolutely no i did not um i told you before i've done this i've done that he's obviously getting questions fired at him and then you have flashbacks as well so straight away you're like do you know what i didn't understand about that though what so he's innocent he doesn't do it he hasn't killed i know he's at the scene of the mm-hmm. crime mm-hmm. and these dropped bullets and all that stuff. But he's then, like, threw his gun into the river. Yeah. Daft. But why did he do that? I don't know. Because if, if he hadn't done that, he would have been proven to be innocent mm-hmm. because it wouldn't have matched Gunpowder up. Gunpowder residue, Aye. all that kind of It wouldn't chance. have matched right. up. The, the bullets in their... Ballistics. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So, why did he do it? Drunk. Panicked. When, oh, I don't want to do this. Maybe uh, it was just a case of he then didn't actually trust himself to have the like, gun. So he's like, get rid of it. So at least wait, I've not got the temptation to... The one thing that would have saved him from... No, going, no. I mean, the full film wouldn't yeah. have happened. But... Well, I know he's been in the film we watch. But, Aye. Um, do you know what's also... See, when he does go to jail... Uh-huh. Or prison. And they get deloused. Oh, my God. Imagine <laughs> standing there in the scud... Getting sprayed with a big fire engine hose type oh thing. Oh my god, that'd be so sore. It would be agony. Do you think it's cold? It, it will be, cold. be. It will be cold. There's no way to do it. Will li- it will literally just be. See the hose tap out the back. Aye. It'll be that. But it's really powerful. But it's really powerful. Aye, no, there's no way they're going to be like, do you know what? We'll just turn the heat up for you. Aye, what temperature do you want it? Aye. Nah. Nah. Stand there in the scud while I hit you with some water. Pretty much, aye. But like, yeah, and obviously they get the powder. I know. I, I, I know that's like a kind of old-fashioned delousing powder, right? But I don't think I've ever I just thought it was talc to dry them off. No, I think it's like a proper like chemical right? Like powder to kind of... I just thought, rather than giving someone a towel, you just put talcum powder on them and then that would dry <laughs> them like, off. <laughs> that will <laughs> you it. <laughs> when you go. But, um, and then it's a pure ready. It's absolutely... That's what I was going to say. You've got literally name Odyssey left. Nah. Getting marched right through the full prison. Aye. But naked is the day you can out. Well, exactly. Yeah, you literally are. Uh-huh. You, you can hopefully like put your wee pile of clothes in front of your willy and <laughs> sorry, front of your genitals, <laughs> and uh, you can hopefully do that uh-huh. to try and protect your modesty. Aye. But you're walking and amongst hundreds of prisoners. Aye. And they can see everything. They can see it all. They can see it all. Yeah. No. Not for me. First night. Oh my god. Right, so that obviously I know you've got like but see when they came off the bus, I know obviously we talked about like the the being at the prison, but see Aye. when they first initially came off the bus and everyone's pure like, Oh fresh meat, fresh, fresh meat, meat fresh meat. I'd be like, No, just let me back on the bus, thanks. I'm not going in there. So if you get that, you then get the whole shiver hose situation. And then if that wasn't bad enough, the wee warden guy is like you played by my rules, 
kind of thing, and then the um, head of security, uh, he's a dick already. Uh, chief prison officer. And then you then get marched through in the, in the scuds. I know. And then on top of that, you've also seen like Morgan Freeman's character and a few other guys making bets on what we then later find out who's going to be the first to cry. So they're then obviously at night when all the new prisoners are in and they're kind of like getting used to their surroundings. Um, and you hear everyone just kind of like... That's one of my points, right? How annoying would it be? Your uh, first night in prison, you're terrified, you're alone, you're away from family and friends. Yeah, you've just been battered and bruised by a hose. Uh, you want to just, right, let me get my first night under my belt. Everyone else is pure shouting and singing and uh, talking and be like, "Oh, you're gonna be how first annoying would that be?" You'd be like, "What is just fucking well, Granted, it's not a five star hotel or anything like that. Well, no, but I I've mean, worse. that peace and quiet. I will, I exactly. You want to sleep it? Sleep the first night off. But then, I suppose it's probably one of those things. That if you look at it in prison, they probably don't have much going on. So that to them is like, "Oh, right, okay, we've got new people in." This is something for us to do. I know, aye, we've got fun and games. Aye, as much as it's then on the detriment of other people mm-hmm. and their kind of mental well-being. Um, do you think you would have lasted? Do you think you would have been the first to break down? I'd have probably had to be cry, a wee quiet sob to myself. You, you see, you when you do get sad, uh-huh. you do kind of... You hide away from everyone when uh-huh. you are sad. Uh-huh. So I, I feel like you would... Aye. I, 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 I'd cry under your pillow or something oh, like that. I, I, oh, I, I, I'd know how to hide it. They wouldn't find me. Until one minute I just broke down. See, but, I would... Um, what do you think I would do? I think you would probably... The first night, maybe not. I think maybe like night three or four. I think you would, it would eventually hit like... <sighs> Oh shit! I don't think I could do it. I genuinely don't think I could. Well, I've got a couple, of, so I've also got facts and stuff. Well, not facts, but I've got like points for the film. But I've also got like random questions for you as well. Um, so my first one is, what kind of prisoner would you be? Oh, I genuinely think I'd be the wee bitch. Yeah. I genuinely think I'd be the one who, um, is claimed by pretty much every group, and mm-hmm. I just get batted about them all. So you're like the prison bike then. Oh, I don't know. No, I don't want to be that guy. But <laughs> you would probably. Be. I genuinely think I would just go around try to please everyone. I just to get in, don't get in a, I, on your bad books. I uh-huh. like don't I, get anyone's bad books. I feel like um, I could. Ah, you want to protect yourself. Aye. But you don't want to anger anyone. Uh huh. And then by doing that, you just try to be pals with everyone. Yeah, and but then you need. Really well, I was going to say, but you normally find that that works, but then you get make pals with the wrong people. I know. Or too many people, and then they like, what are you doing to them? I think I'd just be. A proper, uh, aye. I'd be batted about, so I would, I think. Okay. <laughs> Not in that way. <laughs> just what you said, though. Uh, who, who would you be? I'd be top dog. I think I'd. You think you'd be top dog? Oh, <laughs> you would not be top dog. No, I would not be top dog at all. Um. I don't know, I think I would probably, I, I think I'd like to think I'd be, like, I hear you're the guy that knows how to get things. I think I'd like to be that guy, but I also think I'd be, like, a wee bit like that, just, like, keep myself to myself and stay out of trouble yeah. and just, you know, make pals maybe like a couple of people just to kind of, like, be quiet and not kind of ruffle any feathers too much. Well, he has the... Um... I mean, I've, I, I've watched enough, like, Prison Break and... <laughs> Orange is a new black and 
I think it's in the EB the Wee Quiet one, I think. Yeah. I think he'd... Well, he survives the first night. He does. Um, and then the next day, they're all in the breakfast, the canteen type place. Mm. Would well, you have the balls to go and sit beside anyone and talk to them? Or would, well, kind of just spoke about it? Well, I don't know. I, like, so... How do you know who to go and, like, well, talk to? You don't. I think it's just potluck. Until, unless somebody had said to you, don't sit with them, or, you know what, you're probably better off sitting. I think you would, it's just that kind of, like, seeing school, you, like, you didn't know, and obviously don't really remember, like, the first day of primary uh, one, uh-huh. but, like that, you just kind of went and talked to people, and then kind of talked to other people, and then being like, actually, I prefer talking to this, so I think you would just need to go and mingle. I don't think it's a place you wanted to just be like, hi, can I be your pal? No, but I think, to be fair... If it was me, I think I would just be like, get my tray, head down, head for an empty seat, somewhere. How do you know you're sitting that seat? Somewhere away from somebody. Sit down. If somebody comes towards you and gives you, you'd be like, sorry, sir, I'm away, and you just you'd run. See, I don't. I feel like that's a recipe for disaster. We'll talk us through since you're well, so wise in this prison business. I think, although I'm saying I would probably be, I. I think I'd try and be everyone's... Pal. Aye. I think I would try to be. But my first day, I think mm. I would have to try and go in and insert some dominance. <laughs> I feel like I, I walk about... Okay. Mm-hmm. Shoulders back, chest Aye. out, head what, up. What shoulders, what chest? You're built like a twig. I've been at the gym lately. <laughs> <laughs> I do think you'd probably need to try and exert some dominance. I think you would need to do, yeah, so you'd be like, look, I'm not going to be a pushover. But at the same time, if somebody came towards you, you'd be like, yes, sir, no, sir. Aye. Three bags full, sir. We've literally just turned this into a prison Pretty podcast much, rather yeah. than a Shawshank Redemption well, one. So obviously we talked about like the the first night mm-hmm. and Andy survived, but obviously there was someone that didn't. Someone didn't. So they had one of the um, one of the prisoners... Obviously broke, started crying. Was like, I don't Aye. belong here. And get bad for I it. don't believe. I don't belong here. This isn't for me. I just want to go home. So you see all the, the rest of the prisoners being like, "Oh, I told you!" And also they're all kind of reacting and kicking up and stuff like that. And um, the guards come and obviously drag him out of the cell, and they're like, "Stop crying!" And obviously he doesn't. And then they pretty much just they do, they kill him, they kill him, but she also then find out later on, um, the next day. But that, and it, like, that scene in itself, like, I've forgotten, not forgot, but it was, wasn't until the scene came on that I was like, oh shit. And it does appear like actual, what you like, because you know fine well that, that probably still goes on, but it I'm definitely sorry, does right. go on. But what you're saying right now is reminiscent of what I was saying about some of those scenes in The Godfather and you are saying, oh, it's not that big a deal. What scenes? Like, like it's a sunny day oh, and then like, Michael we're closing the door on, on Kate. We've already recorded that episode, I'm not wasting more time I talking know, about it. But all I'm saying is you're a hypocrite. <laughs> <laughs> I just kind of like, I'm still getting abused. I'm actually done with this, by the way. This podcast has is, is, is opened my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but no, you're right. It does. Yeah, it's very hard. That post brutality. Yeah, um, and it's one of those ones that you just and even like the, the prisoners, you could see on their faces they'd be like, "Oh shit, we've, we've, this, uh, is this is far, going too like, far." Um, What's the yeah. one item you would ask Red for? 
So mm. Red, obviously being Morgan Freeman, person who yeah. can get anyone anything. Yeah. Which I don't understand. How do you do that? How do you get people shit when you're in prison? Oh, but, you know, people. What would you, um, what would you get? What would you ask for? What would I ask for? One thing you could not live without. Mm. Bearing in mind that he probably couldn't sneak me in there. I mean, that's fine. Yeah. It's, a <laughs> it's a holiday for me. Um, oh, I don't know. I never really thought of it. What would be yours? You got one? Uh, I'd like to think it would either be... A wee Game Boy or something? Well, possibly, or like an old just iPad, iPod or something, like uh, music. Uh, something that can uh, like, distract you. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't even know if you're allowed shit like that. But... Probably not, but you could hide it. Well, that's the thing. Which is my question. Where would you hide your contraband? Well... Um, depends what it is. Looks like it's your, your iPod. My iPod? Uh-huh. Uh, I like the idea of it, like, cutting a hole in the book. Mm. Yeah, that was quite... Uh, that was quite, quite smart. smart. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's quite smart. I know, because I feel as well, like, if it was the kind of under the table, they, they tipped the tape, they tipped the full room when well, they were in the search. either that, or, like, you hide it in the middle of, like, a few pairs of socks or something like that. Aye. Because they don't really... Take them apart, I don't think. No, what have you done like, a, a bottle? Aye. No, I think I would go for like, I don't know, an iPod. Mm. I know it's not like 2014 anymore, but something like you that. Your iTunes library or something? Aye, my iTunes library, my LimeWire. <laughs> 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 <Casa>. <laughs> uh, I don't know, you probably need something like that, I think. Yeah, I think, like you say, you need something that would be able to like, distract you from just whatever's going on yeah i think or even just at night like you say just to kind of have something to block out the noise if it was or if you're see there's not much point getting like an ipad or your phone or something like that or mobile a smartphone because i'm assuming you don't get good wi-fi i don't think i dare say there is nowadays but back then wi-fi wasn't a thing probably the internet wasn't (laughs) um my other things obviously we're talking about morgan freeman's character and he's mm-hmm. he's a guy who knows how to get you things do we know why they call him red did his ex- name did they explain that no his name is that just his name i uh, see something part of his son all right um what's his name is it not like reddington or something like that? His son name? Mm. and also we're also talking about morgan freeman literally the guy could read the yellow pages and it'd be interesting i, I knew this point was going to come up it's, uh, everyone just wants morgan freeman to narrate their life don't they if he wouldn't mind Morgan, if you're listening, hit us up. It's either one question. Would you rather Morgan Freeman narrated your life? Don't, you're going to see it. I'm going to see it. Don't. David Attenborough. Who would you you rather narrate your life? (sighs) I don't know. Maybe I'm going to need to see David. So you'd pick David Attenborough more than Freeman? (laughs) See what I did there? I mean, Cause of the it's not as funny as my Andy Dufresne joke. Well, that's my joke. You know what I mean? I, I mean, did but, I not? Uh-huh. That was funny, that was funny yeah. of me. <laughs> is that you? Is that the joke you can tickle? <laughs> I just thought of that one. Yeah. Well done. Um, yeah, so. Everyone I, just loves Morgan Freeman. I, I just, it's just that, like, no rush kind of. He looked older. I didn't really. I thought he'd be younger. Uh, Aye, because it's film. quite, like, it's not... So a, long I, I was going to say, it's not a pure recent film, but he generally hasn't aged since, right. I don't think. Um, it must be the only place where money doesn't matter. It's not the biggest currency. It was all about cigarettes. No, it's all about items rather Aye. than 
money because Ma- what, yeah, what can money. I do with money? Do you know what I mean? Um, so yeah, it's all like, right, I'll, I'll trade you three packets of cigarettes. Yeah. Uh, or if you can get me this, I'll give you two, whatever it is. Do you know what I mean? Um, yeah. Although, see, obviously when the film kind of progresses and they manage to get a wee bit of additional work, we turn the roof. Mm-hmm. Um, so obviously it's outside, it's, you know, we're in the sun, we can... You know, it takes us out of all of our normal kind of routines that we're, we've got. Um, and obviously we then overhear the um, uh, prison, guards prison guards talking about, oh, um, I get money, I was money left in a bill, but I'm only going to see... Ah, you get 35 grand, but uh, it's obviously going to get taxed and so on and so forth. Yeah, so you then see kind of like, them, like Andy kind of listening in and the rest of the prisoners being like, mate, don't even think about it. Um, so obviously he goes up, he's talking to the security guard and he's like, I, I can get you your full money without it being taxed. And obviously the prison guard, naturally because he's a dick, was like, what are you doing last night in my business? And mm. essentially then goes to chuck him off the roof, which is a bit extreme. Um, but that was very, like, very switched on for, for Andy, I thought. Like, I think it was one of those ones, right, if I can, he's obviously figured out he was comfortable with his friends in the prison, but I think he's like, right, if I can try and get the guards on my side, it might make life a wee bit easier well, for me. Right. See, when I was watching it, yep. and obviously I've seen it before and I've seen it a few times, mm-hmm. do you think at that point he was already planning his... Possibly. Planning his this escape. Is, well, that's the thing. I'm so saying. when he starts, I know I'm jumping ahead a wee bit, but when he's like... <coughs> he... Um, basically manufactures a fake person so that it'll never be traced back to him. Mm-hmm. Do you think he's at that point thinking, right, if I do escape, I can assume that guy's ident- identity and then I'll never be found? Do you think it was all calculated from that moment well, on that, the roof? I think this is the thing that... Right through to him escaping. You probably... We won't know because, like you say, when you're watching the film, you don't, you don't actually realise that it's a, it's you're watching a prison escape. Aye. And very, you don't actually know until... It's very methodical. Uh-huh. Like every then, part of it seems methodical. You then start thinking, right, okay, so has he seen an opening? Speaking to the, like, here, uh, over here in the guard, and that's when he's clipped. Right, okay, if I can get the guard... Is it being a case of, right, if I can get the guards on my side, life in prison is going to be cushy? Or is it going to be a case of, right, if I can start talking to the guards, I can maybe get in to, to the warden, which is then going to give me... We don't know. It could just be. I know. He's just he's just over here to be like, oh, I can help you out there, just to kind of have like maybe like a wee one up yeah. on the prison guard, which it might well just have been, and then obviously later on as things have progressed, and obviously he then kind of finds out like the corruption and uh, okay. all that that he then actually starts going, right, okay, hold on, I need to start putting things in place now, and he's already in that position with the warden doing the books. To then do that. Uh, it got me thinking. Mm. It was interesting. Definitely. But uh, I just think, see, we, we obviously were talking about him doing the books and stuff like that. I generally don't think I would be, I, I don't understand it enough to, to launder money. <laughs> and I know that's a good thing because we shouldn't be doing it anyway. But yeah, see, like we've also watched a few things and I just don't understand it enough. You to play kind of, the system, don't you? Aye, but I don't know how to. Well, so Mr. Taxman is fine because I haven't got a clue what I'm doing. 
Nah, I, I don't. No. Like I, I don't think I'm, I'm generally just don't have a, a good enough understanding or. I dare say if you've been smart enough brought to into that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I dare say. Um, if, you, if you understand the banking industry, the tax industry, then I dare say you'll. I always be easy working around uh, it, but I just I've never been able to. If you if you were in prison. Yes. And you were looking for a pal. Uh huh. What kind of pal would you like to have? So would you like to have someone like Red who seems quite respected, mm. can get you what you want? Yep. Nobody's really going to harm a guy like Red. Mm-hmm. Would you like your pal to be someone like Brooks, who's too old to hurt? You're not going to go out and hurt a real old man like Brooks. Mm-hmm. Or would you like a big butch guy who who can protect you? You've got that honours before. Jumping. You've got that protection from a big butch. Um, can I just like have all three? No, so no, no. Mixture? Um, mm. I would probably say either um, red, but then there might be some things where red can't get the thing that the person wanted and I get some out of trouble. And then you're then just associated with it. Mm-hmm. Um, it could be that if you've got like the big butch guy, nobody will really touch you, but then you're then just assumed to be like his wee bitch. Uh, yeah. Um or if you go for Brooks, you probably are going for the quiet life, but you're you're an open open target if anyone wants to come for you. Not that I don't think they would because obviously I feel I feel like I would I would like to go with someone like Brooks. I feel like I think if I was going stories. to be pals Ed with someone in prison, right. I'd want it to be a real guy. I feel, I feel like you're safe with a wheel, man. Uh, although now you bring him up, how sad. Well, that's what, that was my next point. Did it get you crying? I was, it hit me in the fields. I'm not like you. Got me right there in the fields. It was... I feel quite emotional with it because... Uh, it was obviously before he went into jail. Yep. He was doing what he was doing. It was a different world to the one he was... Oh, completely. The one that he now entered as he yeah, left it's jail. Well, 50 years or something he was uh, there for. It's like a lot can change in 50 years. No one turned up for him getting yep. released. He was back in the bus. The work, the wee supermarket jobs that he got, they were bastards to him. Aye, it was just uh, it wasn't going quick enough and he just didn't... He must have aye. just felt like... He just was, got flung out of the deep end. Aye, there was no place for him in no. the world anymore. He and, just got flung out of the deep end and yeah. no support at all. He was just a wee old, sweet old, old man. What, what, uh, what, what was he doing working a bit? Like, he should be retired. I know he doesn't really have. I know, but I just think like, wait, really, come on. I know, but it was it was sad. I know it was sad. Aye, yeah, it kind of. I knew it was coming. I'm like, oh, here we go again. I know. That's the thing. You you know what's happening. You know what's coming. coming, You're like, oh, just somebody talk to me. Say hi. Just be his pal. It's a completely different world, and Mm. uh, he's just a victim of it. Too much for him. It's a shame. I know. Because he's a lovely wee old man. I like some of these wee bird, Jack. Telling all the characters. Um, oh. I also, one of my kind of favourite ones that I like, I like about this film is it's near enough narrated. Like, not all the time, but there is like a very kind of, also Morgan Freeman, that him telling the story of when I met Andy Dufresne. So you have like every so often you'll pick yeah. up people like right. So it's been ten years and Andy was. <laughs> I like that. So at least then you know. Aye, where you are in the time. Why rather than just being like, 
of through converse like through conversation of two characters, oh it's been ten years oh has it? Like, you then need to pick up on yeah. that. You could have already highlighted, right, it's been ten years, this has happened, this has happened, this has happened. So you're then like still kind of clued in it uh, is no, no, where things are where um, things are. So I know it was Andy was a very smart man. Yep. He was educated, he had a good career beforehand. Yep. Playing the music through the, yeah, through the megaphone thing, the speakerphone thing, that's quite daft. I know, like he must have known he was going to get in trouble for it, uh-huh. right? Like, there's, I think it, it was just probably his way of. I think that's maybe now looking at it in a more kind of complex one. That's probably the point where he's just been like, do you know what, fuck you. I know, but and he started to maybe push back a wee bit to see how much give he can get. But surely, but any, you're, you're going to know you're getting, you're getting chucked in. Well, any sure. good favour you've built up by doing the books and doing the taxis and all that stuff, any good favour, surely that's just packed right out the window. Well, I, I think, like I say, it was probably just him being like, do you know what? I'm doing this. I've, I've done all this, I've done all this, and I've got, like... Ah, oh, but even then, what song would you have played? Well, that's what's going to literally be my question I've got in here. Granted, I know it's like back in the day. Aye. If you were going to play a song over the tannoy, what song? You've got to play something like, I don't know, The Killers and get everyone rowdy and up for it. Aye. (laughs) You've got to play a pure party tune, man. You can't play Ness and Dorma, whatever it was. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You've got to go. If you're going to. Go big. Ah, exactly. Go big or go home. I don't know, the Grease Mega Mix or something like that, maybe. Aye, that'd be me. Yeah. No, I'd need to do something like, I don't know. What's that one I like? Um, Dua Lipa, Miley Cyrus, Prisoner. Just for the sheer. I mean, that's... No. No, that's... Uh, no, you need to go... You need to go big. You need to go classic. Classic. What you need to... <gasps> Abba. Well, aye, right, something like... Queen. <laughs> I'm saying that, I'm assuming... You go for Queen. I'm assuming, like, uh, in a male prison, Abba might not go down too well. You but... don't know. I mean, everyone. Abba's absolute class. Everyone does love Abba. Everyone loves Abba. But I think you just—I don't know—the classical musical that was probably nice and sweet and. It was quite uplifting. But no. But I think I need something a wee bit of a beat. You just ah, you need a. You need a. You start a wee bit of a rave. You need like DJ Sammy or something. (laughs) Scooter. Scooter. Yeah. That's what you want. That's what you want. (laughs) Never mind all this Ness and Dorma nonsense. No, 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 no. Use the old school dance tunes. Um, you obviously said about doing the taxis and all that and getting close to the guards and mm. whether that was a good thing. Mm-hmm. Do you not think you'd be pure nervous about what your other prisoners thought about that? Like, oh, he's getting a bit chummy with the baddies. He's getting a bit chummy with the, the guards. Can we trust him? How, do we know he's not a rat? Aye, but then you never really kind of saw that with them. I think they always just kind of knew... Like, I think it probably at some point they probably just went with the wardens making them do it. Mm-hmm. Um, because obviously the warden by that point requested them. So I'd imagine it would just be the war like they just thought, alright, he's doing that for the warden. Um, I think probably the fact that obviously you see throughout the film the that Andy kind of builds the library yeah. and then starts like kind of mentoring a few of the prisoners, like to get them into like their um, your hires, but uh-huh. GCSEs. Ah, it's further education, aye. basically. 
Um, so I think kind of then him giving back, like using that power mm-hmm. to give back, a lot of people probably just like... That's true. Right, okay, he's actually a sound guy because, yeah, he's doing that, but it's letting us get X, Y, Z mm-hmm. as a result. So they're probably like, I fair play. I would be anyway. Yeah. So we do realise that he's, he's money laundering for the war doing and... Yep. A bit sneakily, yeah, he's doing some he's, dodgy numbers. He's done it so that it can't be traced back to him or the warden. Yep. So he's made up this guy called was it Randy Stevens or something uh, like that? Something something like Randy that. Stevenson or something. But surely it can't be that easy to just randomly make up a guy. Well, again, I think back in the day, probably. But he had birth certificate, his social security number, he had all the right things. I mean, that's dodgy. No, I know, but I dare say you would know he would know what he needed uh-huh and he'd probably know somebody that he get i dare say forgeries of birth certificates and it's a bit that dodgy though it shouldn't oh, be I, that easy no it shouldn't or be again i don't know i've again, don't know, I've don't know what it's like to make a person i mean i'd but, rather you didn't but um it yeah it seemed so i mean it's a very clever move but uh-huh. it, but then again that could have been something that has been done over like a number of years uh, and we've also just been like Morgan Freeman's been like, oh yeah, he got this and he got that and he got that. But what we're actually, it took him maybe like four or five years to get all them documentations together. We just don't know. Um, so obviously, as the kind of film progresses, we see another batch of newbies mm-hmm. coming in. Um, and one of them's a kind of young, looks like, looks like he should be in Greece. <laughs> it looks like he just back I, it just looks as if like he's just he's been caught um like drag racing with so this is Tommy Grace Lightning uh-huh aye. aye he was like a thief wasn't he yeah yeah I think it was uh, I think it was like stole cars and stuff like that so he also comes in and you see kind of Andy taking him under his oh, and Andy chills him. Yeah, so again, to get so, like, him like, his high school and... diploma and stuff. Um, I feel like I need that. Yeah. Because you were explaining, like, nouns and adjectives and all that stuff. I can't remember. I have no idea. No. There's a, I mean, there's, I dare say there's, there's a ton of stuff from... Long division. School. I can't do it. I'm alright, long division. I can do long multiplication division. But uh, do you know what it is, though? They've changed it. I'm sure they've changed it. Well, so I'm a, it'll be different all over the way, but no, but I think they've like changed our one. Aye. Well, I can I can do long division, so I feel like I need an Andy mm-hmm. to take me under the wing. Okay. We'll sit. We'll do some pass papers. Aye. We'll, Remember pass papers. We'll pass. We'll pass maths again, so we will. Oh no! I, I can, honestly, God, see the stuff you learn in school. You don't. Which you just do not know anymore. Yeah, it just goes out your head. You'd replace it with something else that you need, you know? Uh-huh. Like, how to function day to day. I know. Yeah. Uh, there's, 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 there's loads of stuff that... there's wee, It's funny how, like, wee random snippets that you remember. Like, random useless information that you don't actually ever need to know, but you're like, keep that for a uh, pub quiz. It's in there somewhere. I'll keep that for a pub quiz. Um, and then there's other things that, yeah, you probably spent months and uh-huh. months in school especially in primary school like you see join up writing nouns adjectives verbs all that kind of stuff that you use day to day but yeah you're like 
Ah, uh, it's not there now. To then actually be like, oh, now. let's circle them. You'd be like, eh. So, yeah, there's plenty of stuff. Well, Tommy turns out to be very, very important oh, to he does. Andy because Through conversation. it was Tommy that tells him that he's actually innocent and he's innocent yeah, because he's, he's in prison. His old cellmate mm-hmm. elsewhere had actually randomly confessed aye, to the murder that aye, Andy was in jail for. I was all, oh, I'd done this job and aye. I didn't even call for another it. Guy. And obviously he's put two and two together. Aye, right. So Tommy then tells Andy. Yep. Andy then goes to the warden. Now after everything Andy has done for the warden, the warden just brushes it under the carpet. Aye. You would be fuming. Oh, you'd be absolutely raging. You'd be absolutely raging. You've just done illegal stuff Mm -hmm. for the warden. Yep. Made him richer. Yep. And then... Nah, do you know what? I'm just going to keep you in jail, even though you're innocent. Mm-hmm. Well, that was the thing. So, like, I, I get that there's quite up until, like, you also do see a point where he breaks. Um, But could you have been so content being in prison for that long, being innocent? Which then makes me think that Andy actually thought he's drunkenly done it. No, I don't think, I think he always knew he was innocent. But he was just so like, oh, cool, no worries. I'd I think, have been like, let me out every single night. No, but I think with Andy, he was smart enough to know that he had no chance of proving he was innocent because he threw the gun away. Uh, I, I suppose think, he probably just accepted defeat. I think he, even though he was innocent, the evidence was there that he did do it because he dropped the bullets, these, yeah. there was glass fragments there. With tire tracks, footprints. Yeah, there was like everything pointed to him. Everything but the actual murder weapon. Yeah. And he threw his own gun away that would have proved that he was actually innocent anyway. Mm. So I think he just accepted it. Plus it also then puts him in a bit of a, a guilty, like, you threw your gun away. Um, why would why you done that? I know, exactly. Kind of thing. Um, but obviously, like say, the warden... Oh, he's an absolute... Brushes it under the carpet. Because he knows, uh-huh. I can't afford to, to lose you. But then, the warden goes and confronts Tommy. But then he was being sly at that because Aye. he was trying to call him out. But like, if you were to go up in front of a, a judge... Aye. Is this the story you would say? Would you be honest? Would uh-huh. you tell the truth? Thinking he'd be like, oh, um, no, well, I'm not really too sure now. Having said that, he'd probably still be alive. Well, exactly. Uh-huh. But... He doesn't. He's like, no. The warden just gives a wee nod. Hand and heart. I tell the truth. And he didn't do it. It was whatever his face and the was. the prison officer. Back prison back. officer shoots him. Yeah. How the hell do you get away with that? I know they said he was trying to escape and he shot him. Right. I'm sorry. He shot him in the front. There's got to be something somewhere. Uh-huh. Camera. There has to be something. You... But then they probably would have turned off and be like, oh, you know, I technical know, difficulties, but... IT issues. It's I know, but it just shows you how much uh-huh. And the thing is, why would anyone, if the if the guards account matches the um warden's account, the warden doesn't flag it. Then I know why. Why would you question it? It's just pure dodgy. But I think it, for me, it would be one of those ones that I would think I'd be like, well, you've had two or three deaths, you know. Back to back, what's what's going on there? Kind of thing. I think like somebody somewhere should be like, yeah. I don't know if there's like prison kind of 
investigation people. Nah. I, I don't know. This is the thing. So um, he, plan- he tells Red he plans to go to Mexico when yes. he's free. Yeah. Where would be the first place you would go? I think I'd... Obviously, you're on the, on the run. I'm on the run. So... Where's the first place you would go? Um, I mean, I would probably... I'd like to go, like, way, way, way up north. I just hide out of wee cabin. So you're staying in Scotland? You're not even fleeing the country? You're a wanted... Well, this is my thing, though, right? So I think I would like to, but I don't think I could because I'd men like... You have to, then. You have like to you leave. leave the country. Uh-huh. So this is my issue. But right? we're a bit scuppered because we're part of an island. Yes. Unfortunately, which means then that... We're stuck. We're, we then need to, like... Yeah, please. There's borders control somewhere, what either about? airports or ferry ports or I whatever. I think what I do right here, mate, you ready for this? Viking Longboat over to Scandinavia? Very possibly. Um. That's it. Problem solved. So what I'd do is I'd um, make my way out to like Trun there, hijack a boat at the harbour, and then just see where I end up. Yeah, you could do that. But I think I need to stop and get snacks. What about you? Where'd you go? First place I could go. Yeah. If I could go anywhere. If you could, if you had like one, if you knew you could get like one flight or one I think boat I would probably and not go... get caught. I'd probably go somewhere like Australia or New Zealand because it's literally as far as you can go. Yeah, but then they're kind of still nah. talkative with, <laughs> with us. They're in the Commonwealth, aren't they? But uh-huh. I feel, nah, I feel like it's as far as you can go. Okay. Mm, I think I'd go to like Fiji, somewhere like just completely. Yeah, I could do that. Nobody would even think you'd go there. Any but, points before we talk about the escape? So that also you mentioned. Andy's saying if he gets out, he'd go to Mexico. So in that conversation, we have the famous line, get busy living or get busy dying. And Andy's talking to Red, and Andy's looking at him like... Just reminds me of 50 Cent. Get rich or get or die shy. <laughs> okay. I was wondering where you're going. No. I was wondering where you're going with that. Maybe that's like. inspiration. It could, I mean, I don't even think 50 Cent was probably born when this film came get out. Get rich or die try. But um, yeah, go for it. Um, so obviously you see Red looking at him being like, buddy, you have lost Aye. your mind. He's, he's like, about uh, and he's like, he's going to do something silly, he's going to kill himself. He's not thinking straight. He's just spent two months in the shoe. He's, that's him, he's broke. Mm-hmm. Um, but obviously we then have, he's telling about his plan and yeah. oh, if you ever get out, I need you to go to such and yeah. such a place and Tell me you'll do that for me again. We're thinking, oh my god, he's going to go in and he's 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 going to kill himself. Like he's he's broke. Mm-hmm. But then obviously, as it then digresses, it's actually it's the escape. He, he escapes. escapes. Uh-huh. Right, he gets out. Yep. Right, I'm not going to explain the scene because no, but you should know. Uh huh. Uh-huh. I'm calling bullshit on it though. What? How? That's not possible. What's well, not possible? You cannot escape prison like that. Nowadays, no, but... Ever. Okay, tell I me. I have Googled it. All right, okay. Nobody has ever broken out <laughs> of prison. See if we get a chat at the door from the police. <laughs> Nobody's like ever broken... Nobody's ever broken out of prison. Well, not now, because thanks an ice to pick. Andy Defoe. Right, I'm calling bullshit on it. Okay. It is not possible. Patience is right. a virtue. He says it took, what was it, 20 years it took him or something Aye, like that? Right. right, bullshit. You're chipping away with a wee, ice, a wee rock pick. Uh-huh. 
chirp, 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 Aye, chirp, chirp. If the stone is quite crumbly, right, okay. which explains it is, it is over time. Right, fine, it is. I'm okay. that no, I'm giving you because how does he even know? How does he know the route out of there? How does he know it? Because if he's been in the um, he's been in the library, so there still will be documentations, floor plans right. of the uh, prison. If he's then been in the warden's office, we don't know. He could have been like having a wee sneaky peek. I'm, it's not at the, possible. At the plans to then be like, right, Fitting, I'm on the wall. If I chip out that wall, there's a, a pipe. The building pipe a tunnel was... through rock that wide for that length mm-hmm. and nobody's noticed you. I mean, they're also not doing a very good job. Not possible. It's a big poster. It is a big poster covering <laughs> the hall. But it's not possible. How did he also know that there was a pipe Big enough to fit his body. Even if he looked at blueprints and seen that pipe was there, how did he know the measurements of it to it, fit his body? He probably didn't, but he's probably then like, if I can get out this wall, I'll assess the situation I'm when I get there. I'm telling you, you could not escape prison the way Andy Dufresne escaped prison. Well, you've just completely shattered my full... It's not possible. Well, well, what, what was even the point of watching that film then? I, I'm, I'm telling you right now. I'm I have Googled it. I'm a prison expert. <laughs> I've been there, I've done that. <laughs> the closest I could find to it was a guy called El Chapo. Who... <laughs> El Chapo. El Chapo. It sounds like a serial. Like, well, I don't know what you are saying. I can't remember. You know how you were younger and you play Chapo, you go down and you're like, and you'd run away. Spanish Chapdo run away, the Spanish version. Um, no, he's a guy in Mexico. Is that what you call it? Chapdo run Are you one of those ones? Chap- well, no, that's what it was called. So, like, Chappy or Chapdo run away. I oh, know, it's just Chappy up here, nah, pal. Chappy, but. You're going to stay here and just Chappy. It- Let's not talk about the language barrier between us two. But no, he basically escaped through a, a hole, like a, uh-huh. in the showers. Well, there you go. But it was, no, it was an actual access tunnel, so it was. Well, there you go. He didn't, like, chip away at the shower floor or anything. Mm-hmm. That was the closest I could find to it. I'm telling you, Andy Dufresne did, should not have been able to break out of prison like that. Well, I'm sorry, but I've watched plenty of things like that, like Prison Break. It can happen. <laughs> I love the film. I think it's a great film. I but you cannot get out of prison that way. Well, I did because you can't escape prison that way. <laughs> I'm telling you. Um, would you have crawled through well, 500 metres of... I'm not going to lie. I was partially kind of bulking even just watching uh, it. Um, I've got, I'm very sensitive to that kind of stuff and I, I couldn't. I think I just need to be like, Do you know what, guys? I'm good just staying here for the rest of my life. Uh, it takes a strong stomach. I mean, I think if I was desperate enough... I, I could probably pinch my nose and go for it. Um, what obviously then got me was the fact that you see him coming out and it's pushing down the rain. Mm-hmm. Well, that was the other thing. Oh, so, no, sorry, sorry, I'm going to go back. Your point was, so, no, it was just You're so me. aggressive on these podcasts. I get pure wound up. I know you do, but, but see, I'm, I don't say anything. No, that was the other thing about the weather. Uh-huh. So, obviously, he relied on the thunder and the lightning. Because very, very when, when the thunder and the lightning went, he would hit the pipe to bust it. Yep. I mean... Maybe he knew there was going to be a storm. Ah, oh, come on. He's not watching bloody weather 24-7. I mean, I think you'd be able to know. You would know. <sighs> I'm how telling many you... Time, how many times have we went over to like Florida and all that? And oh, we would just... get like bang on four o'clock in the afternoon. Look, and you'd see the clouds are rolling the in. film... And then a wee rumble of thunder and you'd be like, oh, here we go. The book's supposed to be brilliant. The film is brilliant. But the escape, the escape is unrealistic. 
My only downside was going to be that when he comes out the pipe and he's in the river and all sits pushing down the rain, he's got his wee bag and tow with all his smartly dressed Aye, clothes uh-huh. and his wee bar of soap. And you see him and he starts kind of like giving him... He's washing himself in that river with all the shite she's going out into. <laughs> Is he washing himself in a bathroom? Um, I mean, not really. I did. I don't shine him. <laughs> you know, no. No. Oh, God. Oh. Usually fits in the plot. Don't even. <laughs> it made me giggle. I got quite interested in prison escapes after watching it, though. I feel like I'm, I'm going to get a chat at the door for no, the prison. No, I got. I, I got. Um, I feel like you want to speak to Martin. I got a few questions for him. I, I, well, I got me. Quite, I didn't know what qualifies. Okay. I got quite interested. Yep. So it was Ohio State Penitentiary. Uh huh. I think that's how you say that word. Yeah, yeah. I was Penitentiary. That word. Um. So it was Ohio State, that's where Shawshank was filmed. Oh, okay. All right. So that is Shawshank. So there was a guy called Frank Freshwaters who managed to escape from the prison. However, before you call me a hypocrite or anything like that, he didn't actually escape from the actual prison. There was like a wee labour camp to the side. Mm -hmm. Still attached to it, but not the actual main prison building. Mm -hmm. But he escaped from, he technically escaped from Shawshank. Well, there you go. He was also proof on the run for 56 years. Boom, proof's in the pudding. And he was only captured in 2015. Really? He escaped in 1959. I, th- I think, I'm sorry, see if you're on the run for that long, right? What what, what did it tell you what he'd done? I can't I was, remember. No. But he did get arrested in the 70s and they let him away because he had an exemplary like living record. And I can't remember if it was Winnipeg or Wyoming or something mm. like that. But he had like a pure, perfect residential living record so go. they just released them without not realising that he was actually on the run there you go also I was really fascinated by prison breaks Aye. but um, three men broke free from Alcatraz in 1962 that was the only time people had escaped from Alcatraz Aye. is that not the basis for the they, they were never ever found and they don't know whether they drowned right. or whether they're still Aye. on the run but they created like dummies of themselves out of soap have you not Watched the. Uh, I've not. I, I vaguely remember it. Escape. Is um, it escaping Alcatraz? Yeah, uh, so. Escape from Alcatraz. That was the only two. That was 1962. And there was one other guy that I wanted to mention. Okay. A wee guy called Richard McNair. Yeah, we should have um, Escaped a North Dakota prison in 1992 by crawling through a ventilation duct. Boom. He was on the run um, for 10 months. He got arrested. And then he escaped his next prison. Oh, what a guy. 2006, he escaped prison again. Well, I'm sorry, but if you're a prison officer or uh-huh. guard or whatever, and you've got a guy who's already escaped prison, like you're not letting that guy out your sight. Like, flight risk. Aye. Aye. What was like that? What was that? Um, the the doghouse we watched? Aye, and they run away. And you've, but on the cages, when you go, they've got the wee Aye, signs, yeah. and it's like, I like to escape. Uh-huh. escape artist. Well, that's what they need for this guy. <laughs> I think they might if need you've to... escaped prison, and then you get caught. Surely you'd be like on your watch. You have again. to be under 24 oh, 7 surveillance. Oh, you would maybe. Maybe. Um, so I, I, I got quite fascinated by I, it. I agree that. Do you want a couple of wee trivia points that uh, I've not for loaded it. up or anything like that? What it. would you give it out of five? Out of five, so. I'd probably be 4.8. I'm going to go 4.4. 4. I really do like the film. But you shot all over it. But the, the, the escape, I'm no, I'm not buying it at all. I'm really not happy with the escape. Rubbish. Um, I just hmm. um. Apparently, Stephen King he wrote the book. Yep. Uh, 
Apparently he never cashed his $5,000 cheque for the rights to the film. Any particular reason? Just says, several years after the movie came out, King got the cheque framed and mailed it back to Frank Darabont. Mm. In case you ever need bail money. That was, that was his wee letter to yeah, the guy. that's funny. Um, Clint Eastwood, Harrison Ford, Paul Newman, Gene Hackman, Robert Redford and Robert Duvall were all considered for the part of Red. You can't see it being anyone else other than Morgan Freeman. It's just, it's Morgan Freeman written all over it now. Yeah, I think it's one of those ones that you've seen it, you're like, there's nobody else that would fit that. Um, Apparently, although it's never directly stated in the film, Brooks is in prison for allegedly murdering his wife and daughter after a losing streak at poker. Oof. I don't know how that's came about. That's just got to be somebody who's come up with that and blame for it. And you were saying, obviously, about the, this is my point, the narration Mm -hmm. over time. And uh, how it sort of kept you up to speed with yeah. where it was in the timeline. Um, apparently it came from watching Goodfellas. Mm. So while shooting this film, he drew inspiration from it, using the voiceover narration and showing the passage of time. Yeah, it came from Goodfellas, which uh, is an I, art terrific film. Aye. I, I just think when there's films like that and there's a lot going on, and you need to kind of... It's nice just to have somebody do, somebody do the thinking for you, mm-hmm. in a sense. Um, I know that sounds really dark because you're watching a film. But yeah, it's it's nice to kind of like not need to listen to every single yeah conversation to in case you've missed a bit. Um, Look, I think it's a great film. I yeah, really do like it. Really good film. It's perfect cast for it. Mm-hmm. Very very good film. Yep. You can't escape prison that way. Oh, you can if you wanted to. No, you can't. You know what? Go and try it and tell me you're going. <laughs> Six hundred years it would have taken. Aye. I think that's what Red uh, said during the film. Right, okay. I think so. Okay. Um, so I... Yeah. Brilliant film, but... Mm, mm, mm. Okay. It's flawed. It's fine. So, for next week then, your choice, please, for the love of God, be something other than The Godfather 2. Well, I need to go and rethink my full plans for next week then. Oh, no. Please. No. Uh, I went for Gladiator. Okay, I like it. Yeah, yeah. happy with that. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a brilliant film. Really good film. But I can't remember a lot of it, so... Yeah, I'm there's, a, there's things that are flashing under my head now, but yeah, I'm not... This is speech, isn't it? Everyone knows his speech. Aye. Um, I dare say when we start watching it, it'll, it'll no. come no. back. But then I'm just like, yeah, can I really remember bits of it? Um, but but yeah. aye, we shall watch it. Watch get it. back to you next week. Yes. Um, obviously, as ever, guys, if you do want to follow us, we're on Twitter at film underscore shady. Um, if you want to get in contact with us, if you have any feedback about the film we watched, uh, any suggestions on films that you think we should watch. Uh, Godfather 2. Yeah. Anything other than Godfather 2 or 3, please. Um, but, yeah. As for us, that is it. Martin? Yes. Till next week. Till next week. Catch Bye, us. guys.